Would you like to come and stall it? Ah, will you just stall it, look? I'd like to come and stall it I'm not really in the mood Well, come on and bleed and stall it Yeah, house hatcher I'm not a house hatcher We'll stall it for the crack We're gonna have a laugh How are you doing? Welcome to episode 80 of the Staller podcast. Staller is a Go Loud original podcast. Go Loud is the home, the home, the house of Irish podcasts. Episode 80. It's a good episode. We have a, we talk about, tell me why. Darren had the fire brigade out to his house. <laughs> we talk a little bit about preserved bodies. Mm. I know that sounds darker than it, than it might, it's not it might actually seem. Uh, we also <laughs> talk about weird stuff that went up for auction you'd be surprised mm. oh yeah one more thing uh, Joe's Ma's bathroom is back on the podcast so it sounds so much stranger than it probably is <laughs> well, people that listen to the podcast will know how famous your Ma's bathroom is well, it's about to become more famous here we go Starlet episode number 80 80 1980 Darren 1980 oh, what a year what a year. What a year, what a city. Did you ever hear of uh, John Wayne Gacy? <laughs> I did. In 1980, he received the death penalty. He was a sick man. He was a very, very sick man. Very sick in the head. I think he killed t- 33 people. So he, he was known as the killer clown. Because mm, he dressed up as a clown. And went to kids' birthday parties and stuff I like that. I think. No, maybe. I don't know about that one. But maybe I could Google that one. He did, yeah, yeah. Did he, yeah? Yeah, yeah. All oh, right. And he had paintings in his gaff of him as a clown and stuff. Psychopath. I mean, literally, literally a psychopath. Literally. I think they found the bodies under his under his house. Yeah, in his house. Yeah, they, I think they found... And under the floorboards, like in the basement, kind of. Yeah, like, 20, like 27 of them. Mm. He used to lure people into his house and handcuff them. Yeah. Telling them that it was, that he was about to show them a magic trick. And then... That's a red flag for me. Yeah, don't don't be like one on one magic tricks. It's come in to me. Go there. Yeah, come in to me. Go show you a magic trick. No, me. <laughs> Hardly. Oh, uh, we know we know better now. Yeah, nineteen eighty was a different time. Obviously, the people that died didn't know at the time, which in, is sad. Uh, and then he was executed in nineteen ninety four. So that's a long time to be. To Do you know what his last words were? No, what? I can't remember, but <laughs> it, it was mad. It's a long time to be in prison, though, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Um, the Talpia tomb was found what's that the Talpia tomb was uh, Jesus a, a, tomb a Jesus tomb yeah where he was where he was buried uh, they found it while they were digging while they were breaking ground for an apartment complex and they found the entrance and they went inside and there was 10 ossuaries which is kind of like a like a tomb like a coffin mm. and on there were six epigraphs. Uh, there were six of them that had epigraphs, and on one of them, it read Yeshua bar Yehoseph, which meant Jesus, son of Joseph. So presumably, that's and there was there was remains, there was human remains in the in the ossuaries, and the ten ossuaries were sent to America to I think it was the Smithsonian Museum or something like that, um, and one of them went missing. Oh really? Yeah, I don't know which one it was, but one of them one of them went on the. Who Ten others. Uh, well, his his lineage, presumably. Uh, his mates. Yeah, they would have been a family tomb, so they would have been related to either Joseph or perhaps even Jesus, or if Mary went on to have more kids, or don't, mm. we don't know. We don't really know. Where was that? That was 
like three miles outside of Jerusalem, like the mm. where he hung around, where, where he loitered, where he was dossing, yeah. <laughs> where he was refusing to pay taxes. Imagine Jesus outside a shop loitering. <laughs> Shopkeeper was like, "Get out, go wait from here." Um, the Pennsylvania lottery scandal. Sorry, I just need to stop you there, Joe. Go on, go for it. The Tapio tomb. A lot of archaeologists say it's a fake. A fake? Yeah. A fake what? A fake tomb. Fake tomb of Jesus. So it's not even real? The physical space exists, but they say it's not. It doesn't hold up to scrutiny that it could be. But it's definitely a tomb. But right. not the debate is whether it's actually Jesus' tomb. Jesus is this? Yeah. Jesus is this? Is yeah, I mean, the place is there. You can go and see it and touch it. But yeah, the debate and the, uh, the criticism the tomb, can you see our future? Huh? If you touch the tomb, just go, ah, oh, see our future. <laughs> Where's he getting that from? I have no idea. <laughs> Everything related to Jesus is just that magic. Was a, that was a uh, Frankie moment, wasn't it? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just so random that it just... If you touch oh, the tomb, they say you see our future. <laughs> That's a good Frankie. <laughs> He's That's actually here. Frankie. Oh, how are you, lads? I think it's... So, did they... They obviously didn't build the apartment complex on top of it because it's such an iconic thing. But you know, when they were digging, they were uh, digging out the foundation for the little just on George Street there. Don't tell me there was another Jesus tomb there. It wasn't a Jesus tomb, but there was a really historic archaeological find. But they still built the little, (laughs) but they just have a glass floor in the middle of the little that you can see the that you can see the archaeological digs. Why didn't you just take the archaeological digs and put it in a museum? Or, because that's what that's literally where it was. It was like a, I think it was one of the Vikings' walls, a part of the wall of Dublin, if what I'm not li- mistaken. What little is this yeah. in? The one across the road from across here. the road from here. I've never been on that one. Oh, yeah. Going over after it, this, very disorientating the first time you walk in. Yeah, and you step over it because you walk to the end of one aisle, and next thing, the floor is what the hell see through, and you're over this. Yeah, it, it drops down about ten feet more. Do people just go to that little to see this? I'll tell you, they they would. That that road in itself, I think, has a lot of history because the heart of St. Valentine, if I'm not mistaken, is in the church right next to it. Isn't it? I don't know. Is it? I'm pretty sure it is, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm confident that the heart of St. Valentine is in the church on George Street there. Is it still beaten? Yeah, it is. There you go. It's in the Whitefriar Church. There you go, no. and it's coming up it's to up the road there. It's, it's coming, coming up, up to Valentine's, Valentine's Day, so it's a nice little uh, trip. I was in, um, where was I? I was in Croatia. I was in Dubrovnik, and I went into a church in Dubrovnik, and Marla brought me in, and she goes, "I want to show you something. I want to show you something." And you go up, and there's this statue of a, a really okay. old priest, okay, and his throat is cut from ear to ear. His throat is cut. The oh. statue, and. I was like, that is so weird looking. It's not even like a statue. It's just kind of like a plastic thing. And then she says to me, that's real. I was like, what do you mean that's real? It was a real person. You're just looking at a real person. Stuffed? No, untouched. And his body is still in perfect condition. How? No one, like it's, it's that just the, the, it's a mystery. mystery. That's worth a little Google in itself. Just this fella was executed. This priest was executed. And... His body never decomposed and it's just in in the church in Dubrovnik. That's bizarre. It's crazy. And then I, I got really angry at Morla and because I, I actually found it very disturbing. She thought I might find it interesting but I, I find that shit so disturbing and I just it walked out. definitely disturbing. And I was in the horrors with her then. I was like, why did you show me that? 
Why did you not give me a heads up? Like, are you sure you were interested in the wax museum? It was like honestly, it was like a, a wax figure. That's what it was like. It was like a, but it was, it's a man. It's an actual, really small man. People were a lot smaller back then. <laughs> they were. Do you ever see doors like? For, do you ever go down the yeah, country yeah, yeah. and you and go to do- cottages yeah. and you have to duck under the doors because they were just so much smaller? Mm. Saint Sylvan was Saint, his name. Saint Sylvan lived in the fourth century. Fourth century, and he's in perfect condition. Yeah, he's not like preserved. Yeah, he's. It seems his body's in. I mean, I don't know when the last time someone examined him is, what but crazy like how. People, there's, there's theories around what it might be. The belief in the church. This is one of those weird things that when you're raised a Catholic, you don't realise there's so much strangeness yeah. in there too. Yeah. So it's called incorruptibility, which is a Roman Catholic belief that divine intervention allows some human bodies, specifically saints, to completely or partially avoid decomposition after death. It's a sign of their holiness. I'm getting this from Wikipedia. That's crazy. Ah, what you show me that for? Oh, I see it. What's that? That's not Saint Sylvian, is it? No, it's no. the body of Saint Zita. What's that? Let me see that now that I'm prepared to. Who died in 1272. My God. 1272, can I see it? Shingled Nick. <laughs> <laughs> She's the patron saint of maids and domestic servants. Ah. She's often appealed to in order to help find lost keys. That's Saint Dante. Popular one. That's Saint Zita. But specifically keys now. Yeah. She's a specialist. Keys. Keys. Not key. You found my key. Where's my car gone? <laughs> is it a key? I'll get it for you. It's rallying around <laughs> Ballymun. <laughs> um but popes, when popes die, they're uh yeah. preserved in gold and displayed in glass coffins in the Vatican. So you can go and see, and see the Pope. Like lo- loads of them, loads of them. It's funny you said that because um, you know that there, there is a, f- a phobia of the Pope. People have a phobia of the Pope. Oh yeah, and it's called papaphobia. Papaphobia. Yeah, I thought that'd be a, a fear of the paparazzi. Yeah, fear, fear of the cameras. No, a fear of the Pope. But a fear of the Pope doing what? Like coming into your gaff or something? Just a, f- a fear of. The Pope himself just being there. Just the Pope. Wow. Papaphobia. That's a strange phobia, isn't it? That is a weird phobia. Well, I'll tell you what else happened in 1980. Mm-hmm. In 1980, there was a Pennsylvanian lottery scandal. The scandal was called the Triple Six Fix. The Triple Six Fix. So the lottery in Pennsylvania was that there's three draws and three balls get picked down. Now, there was a fella called Nick Parry and he was the TV host and then there were seven other people involved in this scam they weighted the four and the sixes so there'd be eight different combinations that could come out like every every six in each drum and every four in each drum was weighted so any combination of six and four would come out uh, it just happened that the combination that did come out was six 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 and what he won was 3.5 million dollars which is about $11.5 million in today's money. What's the omen? The Well, they got caught right away. Everyone that was watching it was just like, oh, yeah, no big deal there. Mm. But they got caught because there was very suspicious betting patterns uh, throughout all the bookies and all the shops across mm. Pennsylvania. 
um, and that's how they got caught. The, the, I think it was the FBI or something. The police got involved and, and they caught them. And the main fella, Nick Perry, Nick Perry got done. Mm. That's a good scam, isn't it? It is. I'd do, I'd, I'd do that now on Who Wants to Be a Millionaire. You know how much I love it. Yeah. By Gamma and Coffin, remember? You wouldn't need to cheat. You'd just know all the answers, wouldn't you? Oh, no. Sure, I've, <clears throat> I have a Who Wants to Be a Millionaire app on my phone <laughs> and sometimes I play it like in bed going to sleep or whatever <laughs> and uh, very, can't get to the thousand the, question <laughs> the odd time I'd slip before 500 yeah another thing that happened in 1980 in 1980 there was a man and a woman a father and a ma who took a nine week old baby on a camping trip and one of the nights the baby went missing and they came out with it, like looking for the baby, and they said that a dingo took that baby, and everyone was like, "Oh my god, that's terrible!" They believed it mm. until the police were like, "Wait, hang on, what the, <laughs> what the fuck? No way!" So they looked into her a little bit, and then she ended up getting done. She got twenty five years for the murder of that baby, and the outlaw got some time as well. Mm. But then she ended up getting out after three years because they found the clothes of the baby next to a dingo. Then. So it was. So Dingo actually did take the baby. Imagine that. He's still down three years, like. Still three years of your life gone, and then the trauma of losing your baby. Yeah. Although the guilt would still be there, like mm. taking a nine week old baby on a camping trip Fucking into the. Dingoes. Fucking dingoes, man. Came into the tent and took the baby. I don't even know what a dingo is. Is it like Crash Bandicoot? No, that's a bandicoot. Mm. Is a bandicoot real? Oh, yeah, I think so, yeah. That's an animal. Yeah. And he. Smashes boxes and puts mummigots on his face. Is Wumpa Fruits real? Could be. I'd love to try one. So would I. We'll <laughs> 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 be going. <laughs> Another, the last thing that I want to do, the last thing I want to talk about about 1980 was that in Ireland, it became legal to buy condoms for the first time ever. I can't believe it was illegal to buy condoms. Yeah. Why? Because uh, like the church just had a oh, yeah, yeah. hold on the always on the society. Church. It's always the fucking church. You could buy condoms, but you had to have a GP letter to say that there was medical reasons to not get pregnant. Yeah. Serious? A prescription for condoms? Like imagine, go, imagine going into Boots and saying, "Hey, do you want to have a prescription there for uh, six Johnnies?" <laughs> so nineteen eighties. That's it. I mean, lots of other things happened, but that, they're they're far of the most interesting things that I could. Point, and we, we're only we're only covering in 1980 because people have said to you they really like that segment, so we yeah. thought we'd bring it back and yeah. see how it goes. That's for that's for you two people that said that you missed the. What's the that segment. name? <laughs> I'm not gonna say their names because they're made up. <laughs> <laughs> we just really enjoy. It. <laughs> how are you keeping anyway? Good. Are you? What's wrong with your ear? Nothing, why? I'm only messing. Uh, <laughs> we were recording the other day uh, in Spain mm. and I was telling you that like I, I, I went to sleep the other night and when I was trying to go to sleep I could hear this kind of whooshing noise in my ear. It sounded a bit like the sea. Yeah. And I, I wasn't close to the sea. I was in my gaff and fingers. Is it like when you put a shell up to your ear? Sort like, of, yeah. So it's, it sort of sounds like like a pulsating as well, like. And I was googling it, and obviously it told me I have cancer. 
um, which I don't. Uh, but it's like pulsating tinnitus. You have tinnitus, but I don't think I have because I went to the doctor and she said that. So I went to the doctors and um, we were looking up all the Simpsons and uh, Simpsons. Oh, the Simpsons. The Simpsons. Oh, we sat <laughs> there. Just there watching the Simpsons. <laughs> we sat there and watched an episode of the Simpsons. She told me to get out. And uh, <laughs> but like she was saying, like she thought it was uh, pulsating tinnitus. Oh, tinnitus. Is it tinnitus? Yeah, tinnitus? I don't know. Tinnitus? Tomato, 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 tomato. Uh, a tin of what? <laughs> there was a lot of tomatoes in my ear. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, yeah, she said, like, it's fine. Got the all clear because she put the thing in my ear. Okay, but it's not fine because... No, it's still the same. It's, if if anything, it's worse, like... Bigger waves. Yeah, it's like... Tsunami. It's like I'm literally riding the waves on a surfboard. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, it's horrible. I don't know what to do with myself. You've got a bleeding sty in your eye. I do have a sty in my eye. I yeah. have it. My ear is about to fall off. I mean, my used to tell me if you have a sty in your eye, stick a, a wet tea bag on your eye. Mm. And I remember one time Moira had a sty in her eye, and I says to her, "I says a tea bag is good for it. Stick a stick a tea bag on your eye, and that'll get mm. that'll get rid of it. Like not a hot one. Not a hot, not a hot one. Let it cool down. Like yeah, yeah. a warm one. A warm, warm. one." like a warm compress on your eye or something like that and I went out and then I came back that evening <laughs> and she's lying down on the sofa with a dry tea bag <laughs> thinking that it's going to help her <laughs> Barry's alliance oh it was the cheap McFallons from Little. <laughs> <laughs> she's some woman but uh, yeah the two of us are um, on the way out I know never, one, on the, one on the back nine I never thought it happened to me debt I don't think I will I think I'll evade debt I read somewhere that we are supposed to live, not supposed to live, I mean, technically we could live forever, okay? But organically, we could live to the 190. And the only reason why we don't is because we slowly poison ourselves. Smoking. Smoking, drinking, sugar, uh, everything that we eat and drink, It's that's actually the contributor to... To why we die. I'd rather have a takeaway once a week than live till 190. Would you? Yeah. 190 though. Be nice, wouldn't it? Yeah, but how frail would you be by then? Are you frail because of what you're putting in your body? Like, um, like a prune. Uh, Well, you'd only be frail. Yeah, you'd be frail, yeah. But I mean, you're going to be frail when you're 80. 70 or 80, you're going to be frail. Mm. So your ears is bollocksed. Yeah, like... It's a good thing you have too. I know. Come here, have it. I have to tell you something. What you have to tell me? I had a shower. You had a shower. I know. Thanks. Absolutely fantastic. Well done, man. Well done. Oh, I scalded myself. Too hot. Red raw. <laughs> like a rash I get now. So uh, I had a shower. I, I, I always have showers. So like, stop. Yeah, you don't have to convince like me. Don't, like, don't have to convince me. Uh, but I had a shower, but it was a. An extra hot shower, but it was a nice hotness, like because it was very cold out, and I was like, "Oh, that's nice." Like, do you know that way? Okay. And uh, I got out of the shower, and I looked at my phone, and I had three missed calls off the alarm company, and I had four missed calls off the missus. And I was like, "What is going on here?" And I have a towel around me, and I'm going in to get dressed, and I I hear a knock at the door, and I go out, look out, fire brigade. The fire brigade? What, because you show us? Two, two firemen at the door. How are you? Did you uh, set off your fire alarm? I'm about to get a phone call off the alarm company. 
was like, no, look, look, close the door, look behind me. Billows of smoke all over, like steam from the shower, the hot oh, shower. Oh, the steam smoke. said it all. Well, if it was smoke, it'd be definitely <laughs> a concern. Just steam, like rising on the roof, like, because I left the door open, it was extra hot. So then the fire brigade, the, the fire brigade had to get yeah. out because you had a really hot shower. Yeah. <laughs> and now there's talk about a 500 euro call out charge. Fuck off. 500 euro to have a fucking shower. <laughs> That's that. the, I hope it was really nice. I hope it was worth it, man. I swear it was the best shower I ever had. I'm never going to wash myself again. <laughs> That'll do for the year. Jesus, man. Isn't it mad? Because the steam off the shower the steam off, off the, the shower smoke alarm. The smoke alarm. But when I looked at it, it looked like smoke. Not like black smoke, just like now the like white kind of yeah mist misty. Yeah, kind kind of, of, but that's what it was. It's mist, so obviously triggers the same response on the alarm. You get you don't you gaff into a little sauna, a little yeah. steam room. Still going. <laughs> There's a lot of Turkish men sitting in the chairs. <laughs> <laughs> We're just towels around them. Homer yeah. Simpson in it. Jesus, man. Did the fire brigade ever come out the Ogaf for any reason? Um, I've never had the fire brigade out. <laughs> Hot shower. <laughs> I did. I did. I didn't. I, I might have already told this, so stop me if I did. My brother was having a bat, and he locked the door. <laughs> I think you did. Well, go ahead. Maybe you didn't. My brother was having a bat in my man's house, and he locked the door. But then the lock wouldn't unlock the door when he was getting out, so he was locked in the bathroom. And I don't know why my ma called the fire brigade. <laughs> <laughs> she could have called a locksmith she could have called me and I'd have came out with a screwdriver yeah. but there's a picture I have a picture and there's like four or five again like with a, a crowbar like breaking the door <laughs> and he's inside in his nip <laughs> just a little towel around him <laughs> like sorry about that I won't lock myself in again <laughs> god what an idiot that's uh, other than that there is no room Mentioned on this podcast more than your ma's bathroom. My ma's bathroom. Iconic. Yeah. What else has been mentioned? The that's like the redecoration. The the re- oh yeah, 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 pigeon yeah. on the top of the door. Yeah, yeah, that that's true. Yeah. Was there a story of someone getting? Tra- was, did you get trapped in there and you had to try and you tried to get out the window or something? Oh no! Who got trapped in there apart from your brother? In the bathroom. Maybe. No, yeah. it's you're probably thinking of the same story of the bathroom. But I'll tell you when we lived in the flats. We'd often lock ourselves out uh, of the of the flat, so you'd have to knock into the next door neighbour. Now, this is a, this is a bit of a story. You'd I, I, I got locked out of the flat, so you'd have to knock into the next door neighbour. You'd go through their flat and then climb over. Now we lived on the top the top balcony. So you, would you, you have to like shimmy yourself and hold on to get onto the next off a ledge that's about two inches thick? Uh, I only ever done it once. I me like. It happened to the neighbours. When they got locked out, they'd go over there back into their back veranda. But you'd have to go out and across. <laughs> you'd have to go out and across a wall and like shimmy on a ledge that's about two or three inches thick. And as I was doing it, I was absolutely panicking. I was, was shitting. And I was like stuck. I was stuck between uh, both sides. And I was like, I need to either commit to one side or another. Mm. And I was just so fucking scared. I was like, if I fall, that's it. Then I, I fall. I fall to me, me death. And I'm mm. only about, I think it was 18 or something like that. But I was like, good age. But, but still pretty young. And I was like, shit. I was like, bollocks, bollocks, bollocks. And uh, eventually I did it. I took a, 
leap of faith and I just like let go of, of one I let go with one arm and one leg and swung around to the other side and then when I got onto the veranda the house like to get into me flat from the back that door was locked as well and I said fuck it I'm just going to stay here until someone comes back just dead on the veranda I'm not climbing back around there no way I'll be sweating well, nobody else had a key you could just wait for it no no Oh, well, that's what I well, I could have waited at, at the front, yeah. I did, but I didn't. So I, I said, I'll just climb over the back. So, you risked your life out of impatience, yeah, okay, and regret it. I and do you know what it was? Though. I don't know if I'm going to be able to articulate uh, this visual aspect of how frightening it was. Was when you climb, you climbed up onto a wall, you put your leg over and your second leg over, mm. and then you're on the outside of the flats, I know, you're on yeah, the back, yeah, terrifying. Now, the wall that you're on. The ledge to the top of the wall is only about a foot tall. So you're kind of bending down to hold onto the wall. And the wall is lower than your knees. So you're arched like you're like Yeah. You're like you're like this. And then when you reach around to the other side of the wall, you're like leaning down. So to let go of that, you're still you're like squatting on one leg. And yeah. it's so fucking scary. I'll, it traumatized me, I think. Like I, I would I, though. I have nightmares about falling yeah. from that experience. Like like being there and then like the ledge kind of like flips and then I'm just gone. I fall back. You've had dreams about it? All right, the time. Man. Really? All the time. Yeah, 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 yeah. Do you still have them? Yeah. Really? It's a, it's like an affair in me in my head. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Because then when you fall down, there's like a gate down the down below that you would definitely oh. hit if you had if That's you fell nice. like so. Like a, a car could break your fall. Yeah, yeah I feel no like coming it, back from getting no, spiky spiky like, railings in your back. <laughs> impaled. Impaled. It's like, yeah. yeah, it's it was oh Jesus. I'd be afraid on a two foot wall, let alone a seven story building. Yeah. It was uh, very very frightening. Mm. Very, very frightening. I used to have to get bunties everywhere onto everything. I'd always go first. Be able to tend them lift me up on a wall. That's like <laughs> up to me knee. <laughs> I remember being a kid and like lepping a wall, like having to take a run up and eating it. Lep, <laughs> no, lepping. I'm gonna eat this wall. <laughs> Would you not say lepping a wall? Leap, leap, uh, jumping out, jumping a wall. Or... Like lepping it is when you run up. Ah, and yeah, yeah. You kind of. I know what you mean. Run up it a little bit and then grab onto the ledge and hurt your fingers, like cut your fingers open and then climb up onto the top of it. Yeah. But then now, as an adult, there was a couple of walls that I went back. to. not that I'm visiting walls regularly. You're like I'm grown now. It was like a pram shed. <laughs> we used to climb pram sheds and stuff like that, and. You could just reach the top now. And I just remember yeah. them walls just being a hundred feet tall. Yeah. And now they're just like, you can see, you're, you're, I'm taller than some of the walls. It's, how, it's mad though, because you're, I'd say I always were a tall fella. No, I wasn't. I was always short, man. Oh, yeah? I was, I was a little short, short bread. Short arse. Little short arse. I was. You never think it. And then I was 16. And I just woke up and you were like that feeling big. Honestly. And then I was a big gangly, long, awkward Teenager. Yeah, do you remember you had fall years ago when you were younger and there'd be just stones in your hands? Yeah, there'd be just like stones stuck <laughs> embedded into your hands. Just weird designs on your hands, on your palm of your hands from falling. Horrible. Did you ever fall on your arse and get a weird tingly sensation at the back of your throat? You must be fucking mad, eh? <laughs> <laughs> you can't move. Never get that. No. It's just like... You, make, you fall in your hole and then you go... I just go... Yeah, you'd feel it in your throat for some reason. No, no. You want to get that checked? Maybe it's just me. Like, what What do you mean? What kind of sensation? I don't know. Like, like a stabbing sensation? Uh, or? Skim in your arse. You ever like fall off a bike and then you just skim your arse and you just be like... Bleh. 
No, <laughs> she's looking at me like because ah, my arse is sore. Or is it like, oh, my neck? No, it's literally a physical reaction and your throat would just be like, like a, you'd want to get sick, like almost a tingly sensation in your throat. More than the shoulders. Fine, I said your shoulders go. It's pre- pretty disgusting. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. yeah. It's disgusting. Do you know much about FTX? Is that trading? It is trading. Forex trading? It's not Forex trading. It's uh, NFT trading and cryptocurrency. It was a website. Here we go. This is good shit. Uh, so FTX is a cryptocurrency exchange and NFT exchange that you could uh, sell cryptocurrencies and NFTs. Okay? Only the owner of the exchange was taking all the money that people were putting into it and just giving it to his girlfriend. As so a present? Everyone, well, she had her own business and it was just being put into that. So those billions of euros and dollars being traded through this, but it wasn't being traded at all. It was just being passed on. It was a Ponzi scheme. It was a, it was a scam. It was a Bernie Madoff. Uh, and that's what that's what it was. He's, he got caught at that and he's had to get locked up. But in the meantime, uh, so everyone lost their money and their arses and they're all fucked. The, the whole arse. <laughs> they lost that. There's nothing there anymore. They took everyone's arses. It's just the back <laughs> and then legs. <laughs> he's had to take everyone's arse cheeks. He just has loads of arse cheeks. Um, no, we took everyone's money and now every, like, everyone lost loads of billions of, of dollars. Yeah. But like, last week maybe a couple of weeks ago now, there was a fella on Twitter and his name is at Little Shapes NFT. He was in a coma for the last five months and he just woke up from the coma. Okay. And he tweeted, what the fuck is going on with FTX? <laughs> so he, he's <laughs> only discovering and he had over $100,000 uh, in the exchange or what he thought was an exchange and that's gone. And he was like, what the fuck is after going on? He was in the coma for five months. Jesus. And he was, he's been tweeting ever since. He's like, what the fuck is happening? And, and people are kind of debating if it's real or not. Yeah, yeah. But he shared pictures of his medical bills. And they're like 164,000. Because uh, it's America. Yeah. Um, you think we're bad paying 60 quid to see the doctor? <laughs> and he shared pictures of himself in hospital in the coma and he got out and he was tweeting and he was saying I'm at losing 100 grand uh, I'm so scared uh, he hasn't told he didn't tell his wife at this point mm. and he was like I have to tell my wife she knows that I have money tied up in cryptocurrency but she doesn't know that I have it tied up in FTX which is gone mm. and then he he went to tell his wife he says I'm going to tell my wife and then he found out that his wife was having it so what he did was create NFTs as well and sold them and then put the money reinvested the money into cryptocurrency on the FTX exchange yeah so he was involved in the NFT industry he's high up in the industry of NFTs and he went to tell his wife and she this is all on his Twitter like he's constantly tweeting he's constantly documenting this and he's at the saying that he's at the leaving his wife because she was having an affair with him while he was in the coma with somebody yeah. else from the NFT industry, one of his friends in inverted commas. The NFT scandal. Yeah, like big time. And then he said, he's going to whistleblow 
all the corruption in the NFT industry. So that's what you have all been, a scam. That it's all yeah, well yeah. That that a lot of it is like just bullshit scam stuff. So mm. he's gonna be one to watch. It's gonna be so interesting to see that unfold. Moral of the story, boy scratch cards. <laughs> <laughs> I think the longest anyone's ever been in a coma is nineteen years. Nineteen years. Nineteen that called Terry Wallace from Arkansas. He woke up in 2003. In 1984, it was only six weeks after his daughter was born, he was in a car crash and he was in a coma for the next 20 years. My God. Well, he didn't, I mean, at a certain, was this in America? Yeah. That must have been very that, a very expensive medical bill. Yeah. Well, the doctors, the, the family would take him home, I think it was uh, every second weekend or uh, Typically, they'd take him home, even when he was in the coma, and they'd care for him home, just let him be at home. Okay. And when he woke up, uh, which the doctors thought he was never going to wake up, when he woke up, they said it was, they because they had cared for him so much, that's what helped him come back. So we just started off one day, he just said, what did he say? Mom. That was one word he spoke, and then the next day he said another word, and so on, and he got full language back. My God. After 19 years, could you imagine? How old are you now? 30. Imagine when you were 15, you went into a coma. And you woke up. And you woke up now. How hard it would be change, to... change, man. Yeah. Like, what's I, happened in the last 20 years is very hard to comprehend. It's like jumping in a time machine and... You definitely have to go with the times in that. Like, if you just, like, go into a coma and wake up after 15 years, it's going to be, like, insane. I was watching The Last of Us. I haven't watched it yet. And it starts off in 2003. And it's just interesting because... In 2003, it's only for the first half and then the next half is modern day. But in the 2003 part, it's just interesting looking at the old phones and the old ways of being. Mm. The DVDs, like she got, it was his birthday and she got him a DVD. So like sticking a DVD on and and like answering your phone as like a, it, it was a phone in the case. Another way the builders had the phones in the little plastic cases and stuff like that. Like their take on a screen protector. Yeah, 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 yeah. If you could go into a coma now, not a coma, self, yeah, if you could go into a self-induced coma now, like, what, does your body age? How does it get yeah. nutrients? Through a drip. A drip, yeah. Yeah, I guess so. I'd be starving. Some people have woken up from a coma with new languages. They would speak French or Spanish or Chinese. How? What? They're not quite sure. Unsurprisingly, they haven't figured it out yet, but it has happened a good few times. There's a story... There's one here, fella, who in, what's his name? Mo Hunter. He's from the UK, I think. And he was in a coma for about a month. He had bacterial meningitis. Oh, and he God. woke up from brain surgery, no memory. But then he suddenly had a special gift for painting and model building and all these artistic things, which apparently he'd never done before. And now he displays his R2-D2 figures at Comic-Con. And oh, There he is. <laughs> the hell? So oh, he just man. got that from... Being in a coma. Do you know when people undergo brain surgery, they are, a lot of the time, they're awake. They for have the, a whole operation. Like. For the whole operation, they're awake. They open the skull and they operate on the part of the brain and they have them doing a task. Like, there's a, there was a famous violinist who was playing the violin while they were doing the brain surgery just to make sure that they weren't interfering with a certain part of the brain or piano yes. or whatever they do in the life they could be just talking they just keep them in a conversation 
because then if they fuck up a, a certain part of the brand then they just go what's well, irreversible <laughs> if you do that uh, yeah yeah so yeah but imagine being conscious when that happens that'd be horrible wouldn't it why would you want to be awake I just like I just put me asleep it's you like, wouldn't want to be awake well, you have to be awake so that you can not mess it up like I suppose mm. why do you have you doing just taking selfie videos. <laughs> no, they'd have me crinkling crips. Ah, <laughs> crinkle. See if you can still do it. And then I just stop and I look bollocks. You fucked. You fucked up. No more dorties. Did you like Mickey Mouse? <laughs> Where are we going with this? <laughs> I live just a bit past Manhattan Peanuts and popcorn. But they call it Manhattan Peanuts. <laughs> uh, and just when I walk by or go by in the car with the window open you can smell it do you ever see popcorn in the air like oh, I know it's I, like, lovely yeah, it's gorgeous oh, I love the smell of popcorn I feel like there should be a candle popcorn scented candle take that out because we're going to make that and said the energy drink popcorn candles <laughs> <laughs> butter flavoured salt flavoured all different flavoured popcorn candles <laughs> love that that's good it is <laughs> that's not bad yeah Yeah. scented candle the way he said that was real that's not bad, yeah. That's not bad, is it? <laughs> That's not bad. Scented Say, candles, though. Scented candles, yeah. Like, that hasn't been done. <laughs> but your own... Yeah, but like... Particular range. What else would you have? Wax melts. Piss. Piss! <laughs> <laughs> dehydrated or hydrated? <laughs> Very dehydrated. Yellow piss <laughs> scent candles. Okay, that might not be as big a seller as the popcorn. Give us another one. Um, I'll give you another one. Chorizo and chicken. Every, everything. <laughs> everything. And chicken. Crisps, energy drinks, candles. You always have one. That's chorizo and chicken. Marker flavor. Chorizo. Like, marker. Like a permanent marker flavor. Petrol flavor. Petrol. <laughs> Petrol scent. Not flavor. <laughs> have your gaff smelling like a garage. <laughs> like that. Every time I put petrol in his car, I'm like, oh, oh stop. But not toxins in it or anything. No, it just like smells like it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The scent of it yeah. will, be, will be pretty decent now. Mm. Uh, Marla. No, I don't like that. Real rubbery. Oh, it reminds me of my childhood. Marla. Smell of Marla. You know what the, the street name for hash is? Marla. Yeah. That's only the squidgy hash. black. Hash. Smell of hash. Yeah. Hash flavoured, yeah. Yeah. Who rubbed the hash from the gaff? Skunk. <laughs> Skunk. And he's skunk. <laughs> what the fuck? How do I forget that? Oh, skunk. What's up, man? Any skunk? Scented Is there candles. any kind of scent that you'd like to smell in a candle now? Coming into the gaff after a hard day walking. Freshly cooked grass would probably be a big setter. Oh. I feel like that might be yeah. one. Might be one. It could be, yeah, I think so. It does. Like, that would be nice around... Especially Somewhere in built-up cities brain. because you don't have mm. the grass that's being cut. Like in big, yeah. I actually like that idea. Yeah, yeah. You know when you get off a plane in Spain and you get smacked with the heat. If you could put that in a smell, if you could capture that, if you could capture that. That'd be a nice one. The smell of the smell what? of Spain. No, the smell of a match. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Sulfur, sulfur. Yeah, yeah. But not the farty sulfur. No, none of that shit. The smell of a fry. Oh no, grease man. Yeah. So you get boy candles to get rid of that smell. No, that'd be nice. Smell of a fry. That's a banger. Like smoked, smoked rashers. You can't beat that. Imagine getting that on a special occasion, light that in the morning and everyone would be up out of bed in a good mood. Forget all that like fucking autumn bliss and strawberry f- surprise and all that. Yeah, we have them. We want smelly socks and piss. <laughs> <laughs> piss. You can come in 
It's an open house. It's an open, it's an early house. It's a halfway house. <laughs> Do what you want. <laughs> Wreck the gap. Would you be would you be interested in knowing some of the most useless items ever sold at an auction? Useless? Yeah. Well, the painting is pretty useless. Not to everyone. What are you going to do with it? Look at it and say, that's a nice painting. People oh. like paintings. Okay, go on, let me hear. But these are just like ridiculous. So, I have one here. Um, Queen Elizabeth II's wedding cake was oh. sold at an auction for £560. Was it not eaten on the day? Don't know. I guess not. <laughs> for £560. Mm. I'd say that's cheap. But how do you like, how do you even display that or store it? Like obviously it's, I guess they got it and then it went to fuck. Unless it was just like, some people have, the wedding cakes, only the top layer is cake and then the rest is all just fake to make it look really fancy. Maybe it was now they've just, Nowadays, just crush up a load of digestives, don't they? They do, yeah. What's it called? A biscuit cake or? A little biscotti. No, there's a name for it. Crumble. Eating mess. An eating mess. No, it's I think not. that's fruit and everything. Yeah, that it? is, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, This is a fucking mad one. Someone in 2010 bought Brad and Angelina Jolie's Brett. <laughs> the Brett? And actually, it didn't tell me, like, what it was in, or I, I presume it was in like a jar. Okay. But I don't like. Where did that? How much like, does it say? Does that have a price? Three hundred and forty pound in two thousand and ten. Sure, yeah. that like uh, what the fuck? Okay. Anyone could it, say that it's the Brett. That's what I mean. But th- these are things that people bought at auctions. Like that's two of them so far. Like that they bought at auctions. Brad and I, would you sell your Brett? I'd sell me Brett. Yeah. Would you sell your farts? Yeah, if someone wanted to buy them. You know there's a company that cuts the grass in Ireland and sticks it in a jar and then sells it as Irish grass. And the Americans fucking love it. But well, they'd take out Irish. There was a fella who, who, who was claiming to sell a bridge in America and somebody bought it. Yeah. I don't know all the details. Like This is off the top of my head. So mm. Somebody bought it and then it turned out that he had no right to sell the bridge so he just took that money. Like... <laughs> <laughs> like fucking selling a bridge I think that's where the idea for the man who sold the world oh, came yeah, from yeah. David Bowie's is it David Bowie? yeah then Nirvana covered it didn't Nirvana yeah and done a good job uh, oh, great job better than the original here. no it's not oh the man who sold the world Nirvana's Nirvana one I think is Bowie's. Nirvana's better yeah I think so Um, many people have fucking kill us for that I know fuck them <laughs> challenge us dare you uh, I have a few here but I'll give you one last one because I think you'll like it uh, John Lennon's toilet was sold, right? At an auction for $15,000. Um, what it says here is founder, co-lead vocalist, record record producer and rhythm guitarist of the Beatles and peace activist John Lennon has left an incredible legacy of music and memory and it does not surprise us, therefore, the multi-million talented man's toilet was nabbed and sold for fifteen grand in an auction. The actual toilet? Google that on about his toilet being sold I think that's the best one that, yeah that means someone must have like unplumbed it and took it out and brought it to an auctioneer's and sold it and sold it did you hear about the the one that sold for 120,000 uh, a banana taped to a wall I did yeah yeah. Banksy it was Banksy yeah? yeah do you remember there was the painting that was auctioned off 
and somebody borrowed it. I don't know how much he borrowed it for, but as soon as he borrowed it, it fell down. The frame was actually a shredder, and the painting was shredded. It was an art movement, like but, yeah. But then I, I think that just oh, became. No, Banksy did this himself. So he had it set up that. Oh, Banksy did. Yeah, and one point four million is what that person. One point four million, and he had to pay. But it'd be worth more after that. That's what the, the hammer went there. down. Once the hammer goes down, you're legally obligated. That's yours, like. Yeah. But what they that's now one of the most famous Banksy ones, so it, I'm sure it worked out well for them. They yeah. just still put it in a frame and yeah. like have this shredded Banksy movement thing yeah. and then be worth probably more. The story that, behind that it, yeah. Behind it, like. It's one of his most popular pieces now. Was he ever revealed? No. Never. Do you want to hear more? Strange auction. Yeah, one. Yeah. Purchases. The world's largest cat painting, which the New York Post referred to as a meowster piece. Brilliant. Mm. How much do you reckon that's all for? Half a million. $826,000. How big was it? It was six foot by eight and a half foot. I thought you were going to say bigger. Yeah. I guess the person who bought it must have been feline good, feline, feline good, feline generous. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> uh, Dorito shaped like the Pope's hat. <laughs> A what? Dorito, shaped like the Pope's hat. Don't talk about the Pope. Is that by accident or intentional? I don't know. Anyway, it sold for $1,209 in 2005. And the person who bought it set up a website called popehatchip.com to try and make money off it. <laughs> like, imagine just finding a crisp that resembled something and then selling it. I think the next time we do a live show, we should do an auction. We'll find some bizarre shit and we'll auction it off live on on stage. And what do you think? And we just say, I'm only messing, keep your money, you mess with you. No, we take the money, give it to charity or something like that. <laughs> okay. That'd be good, wouldn't it? William Shatner's kidney stone sold for 25 grand. Who, what fucking psychopath is buying that? Who's buying that? His kidney stone. Yeah. I'd buy it. I'd Sick. buy his appendix. Sick shit. There's loads, isn't there? Yeah, there's loads of really weird stuff. There's, there's no like stall at memorabilia you could sell at an auction, is there? Yeah, the book. The road. The road. You'd have the road. Early, the two. Early listener for that. We'd auction off the little cardboard cutouts of us. I don't think anyone fucking want that. So there you go. We've come to the end of the podcast. Oh. Ah, oh, it's very sad, isn't it? Stop crying. Don't be crying. Very sad, isn't it? Are you all right? You're really emotional. Sad. Don't be upset. Don't be upset because we'll be back next week. And you know what? Come here. Uh, we'd love to do a live show, but we'd love to do it in a big venue. And to do it in a big venue, we need loads of listeners. So if you can tell a friend to listen to this podcast and we can grow it, we'll all go to a big venue. We'll do a live show and it'll be mental crack. Wouldn't that be good? Wouldn't you like that? Wouldn't you like that? Wouldn't that be good? Do that and that be sound. Come here. Starlet is a Go Loud original podcast. Go Loud is the home of original Irish podcasts. 